Thanks for listening to the Best of Coast to Coast podcast and become a Coast Insider to hear the rest of this fascinating conversation and check out recent shows featuring guests sharing stories about growing up in a haunted house that was possessed by an evil presence, a nightmarish encounter with a UFO in the dead of night, and the financial horror stories from those who won the lottery and lived to regret it. Head on over to coasttocoastam.com and sign up for Coast Insider to hear these programs and many more truly thought-provoking shows from coast to coast. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with you. Byron Reese with us, the fourth age with 25 years as a very successful tech entrepreneur with multiple IPOs. Byron is uniquely suited to comment on the effect of technology in the workplace and on society as well. He writes books that explore the wonders of the world of tomorrow and delights audiences all over the planet with his vivid presentations on the future of work and life. And here he is on Coast to Coast looking for Love your cover on this book, by the way, Byron. Well, thank you very much, and thank you for having me. So a lot of people are concerned that the world of robots is going to take over the planet, take, take our jobs, and do everything else. Is that something for us to be concerned about? I don't think so. Um, you know, I think people's worries fall into two big buckets, and one of them is what you mentioned, which is um, robots taking people's jobs. But um, I have a test on my website you take to try to figure out if, if, if your job is at risk. And it, it records all the answers, and, and very, very few jobs actually could a robot take over. I mean, you try to just imagine one being a plumber or um, a kindergarten teacher or a hostage negotiator or any of the thousands of other things people do. And, and, and that, uh, so no, I don't think that's a, a real concern at all. I think we build these tools to increase our own productivity, and we, we are all kind of better off because of them. Let's talk a little bit, uh, Byron, about artificial intelligence. Uh, exactly what is it, and how are they able to make these things so smart? Well, that's a great question. The what is it is, is more complex than you would think because nobody agrees on what intelligence means. But what, what, they, what people mean by the term are two very different things that, that may have nothing in common. So they either mean... Uh, what you see in the movies, so Commander Data off Star Trek or C-3PO, right. or, uh, that would be an, a machine that can do everything a person can do. It's creative. It can teach itself new things. And we don't, we don't know how to build that. Nobody knows how to build that. And that's called a general intelligence. Or it is a computer program that can do one thing very well. It can identify spam in your email. It can route you through traffic. And that we know how to do pretty well. And the way we do it is really quite simple. You take a bunch of data about the past. You get the computer to study it and make projections about the future. And that doesn't sound all that interesting, but that's, in essence, uh, what we do. We're just a lot better at it than we used to be because computers are faster. We can collect data much easier and the rest. So we're now able to just do a lot of things that really look smart um, by just using these simple simple techniques, which are called machine learning. Are, are governments so far advanced with artificial intelligence that they're doing things that would just curl us if we found out what they were? 
Well, th- there's certainly that potential. You see, we, we used to all have some amount of privacy uh, just based on the fact that there are so many of us. Mm-hmm. You can't follow every person. You can't listen to every phone conversation. Unfortunately, with artificial intelligence, the kinds of tools we're developing to do very good things like identify cancer or something like that can be used to 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 follow people voice to 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 text so now uh, every phone conversation can be recorded and it can be turned into text uh computers are as good as humans at reading lips so every camera even if it doesn't have audio can read lips as well as a human um and you're, you know, you have a, a device that tracks where you are. And again, all of these things in and of themselves aren't bad technologies, but they certainly can be used in aggregate to profile everyone. And you even have places in the world. Um, you know, China has implemented a, a kind of a social score. Yeah, that that's right. You, right. Run a red light, you lose a point. If you go to an anti-government rally, you lose four points. If you write a pro-government blog, you get two points. And uh, if you if you go low enough, you don't fly on airplanes anymore, and you don't, um, and and you don't your kids don't get into good schools, and you don't. Get and to and you may not even exist. <laughs> Who knows, right? I hope it doesn't come to that, but but it just shows that these technologies really are uh, have that capability of 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 being misused. Of course, hopefully, in, in a country where you have a lot of transparency and you have governments that, you know, you have a republic that's governed by laws, you know, the price of liberty is eternal vigilance, and so the price of privacy is the same, that we just have to make sure that that laws are in place and enforced that don't allow that to happen, because it's certainly something that is technically quite possible. Byron, is every telephone conversation, smartphone conversation being recorded or listened to uh, even though 99% of them are probably mundane and don't mean anything, but but are they being listened to? I don't know. I don't know. But I, I just can say the technology is at a point where it could decipher, you know, what, what, what that many people are saying. And then it can, uh, it doesn't have to understand it in the way a human understands something. It just has to look for patterns and combinations of words along with, um, actions and 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 just kind of build build abstract profiles on people i mean all i'm saying is is it is it is a, a potential way to abuse this technology which can be can do so many good things you know i've got mixed feelings about this too because on one hand uh let's say that there are a group of terrorists talking about bombing something and the computer you know is is set up to pick up code words like bomb, terror, whatever. And so it finds this. Uh, on one hand, it's an invasion of privacy, everybody's privacy. On the other hand, they may have been able to stop something from happening if they follow through with it and they go and you know catch the perpetrators. I'm wrestling with myself, Brian, Byron, in terms of if it's okay or not. Well... It is a an, it is a, a new enough problem that we kind of don't have a societal consensus on how to deal with it. We don't we don't have kind of norms. <laughs> you can't find you know a Federalist paper that addressed that topic, uh, and no. so that's going to have to be a conversation that we have 
over the course of the next several years about about what what we want. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.